0: The foreign fortune teller. Ye deep, ye canna keep steady. Stands in an alnigh coon. But Pete hadn't used his pluffer again. He felt all watery inside him. Like he cried up, "Don't vex the man." For something hurt when he looked in those eyes. Terrible, queer eyes like mothers, sometimes like fathers once. Stop it he cried to young Johnny Thompson. Johnny Thompson pranced down the steps at that, and circled round Pete like a fell raised cat. Who are you tellin' to stop? he asked. And Pete felt feared to his shackle bone. Johnny Thompson was a bigger chap than him. So, because he was awful feared, he said You and bashed Johnny Thompson one in the neb, it burst into blood like a cracked ink bottle, and Johnny went stitering back and coped, back he gets, into the stall that had been sneaking about five minutes before, waiting a chance to nick an orange. Old Mark Clegghorn turned round at that minute, just as Johnny hit the leg of the stall, and down it went with a shout and a bang. You saw the thing that happened and heard the quarrel of the loons, Understood in a flash, had moved down from the steps of the Mercat Cross, but had not moved quick enough. Crash went the stall, and there was the boy Pete, staring, appalled. As you put your hand on his shoulder, he gasped and looked round Oh, it's you! and was suddenly urgent. Come on! The Yed man wouldn't or he couldn't run, but came loping down the gallagate fine, Pete breathing and snorting through his nose and looking back at the stouring market din. Sign he looked at the manny and stopped the street dark. You'll be all right here, he said to the manny, but they'd have blamed you, they I blame Yeds. Well, so long, I'm away home. You looked after the loon and stared round you again at the clotted house walls of the Antrim toon. And then, because you went all light-headed, you leaned up against the wall of the street, your hand at your eyes as the very street-skelect, till someone plucked at your sleeve. God damn and blasted, just like young Pete coming belting against you out in the streets as you were tearing home for your tea. Father... There's a yid chap in the close, with a neck going on, he looks awful queer. Well, I'm queer myself, I'm away for my tea. Father, I want you to take him home with us. You're taken taking queer folk home. So here was Pa, hauled up to speak to the yid. <laughs> a damn queer looking filly at that fair, starving the crater was by his look. Aye then, comrade. You saw something in his face You seemed to know from far-off times In a low of sea water caught by the sun In a garden at night when the wit-owl grew quiet That awful night in Gethsemane When you couldn't see the way clear at all When you were only blank, dead afeared Comrade You knew him at once, with your hand to your head, to your heart, in greeting. Peter. Ah, Aye, that's my name. This young nickam here thinks you're no very well. Will you come in by for a dish of tea? So next, you were walking between the loon and Peter... "'down one dark street and along another and up dark, twisting stairs. "'And at one of those twists, the light from the street shone on the staircase and threw on you, "'and Peter gave a kind of a gasp. "'Godman, where was thy Kent you afore?' Sick of father and the tosh he piled in the room. Books and papers and undighted hand press. Wasn't a room for a quine to do a hand's turn to get into her outgoing clothes. Mr. Redding had called that evening to Jess. Yeah, Miss Garden, come into the office. Then she'd gone.